Hi friends, before we get to today's episode, we have a couple announcements for you. First of all, due to current situation with the pandemic and having to isolate, we are unfortunately not able to meet and record video episodes. We still wanted to put out the second season of the podcast for you friends, so for the time being, we will do it in audio-only format. We're recording in our own homes with separate setups, so the sound quality is going to be a little different for the two of us, and the flow of the conversation might seem a bit different from what you're used to, since we're talking to each other on video calls. So please bear with us as we make it work, given the current situation. The podcast is still available on all the same platforms, including YouTube, and we will return to filming video episodes as soon as we can meet in person again. We have another exciting announcement. We are now on Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is a platform where you can support your favorite creatives with a monthly pledge that you can change or delete anytime. Our Patreon page will work as a tip jar with one tier that is two euros a month or more if you wish. The money will go towards paying for our podcast hosting fees. In the future, we hope to also create exclusive content for you on Patreon. So... If you enjoy listening to our podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon. And now to today's episode. Hi friends, my name is Sasha. And I'm Mia. And this is the Drawing Club Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome. Good to be back. Yes, and we are the Drawing Club Podcast. So in this club, we draw... <laughs> while we podcast yes. of course you don't have to draw but if you are drawing with us then yeah feel free to do so <laughs> and both of us are gonna be drawing too so Mia do you want to start with telling what are you gonna draw today yes I am drawing this cutie who is she has cat ears and she has kind of this edgy outfit on it's very uh, fun and I'm using my watercolors too <laughs> what about you? Uh, well, as I mentioned last week, I'm doing this um, daily drawing marathon thing organized by this illustrator, Sofia Kolovskaya. So if any of you are uh, Russian speakers, then I, <laughs> I recommend this marathon. She's going to start it again sometime soon. Anyways, today's task is to like gather... A bunch of objects from your house that are of the same category and then kind of make this one big like not a pattern but kind of this composition with a lot of different objects of the same category so uh, guess what i'm drawing of course i'm drawing plants i already had like six plants next to my desk and i brought some more so now I'm sitting here surrounded by plants and I'm just gonna draw portraits of my plants and organize them on the on this page who is surprised <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> but I love it <laughs> can't wait yes. to see it. yeah I kind of feel that like this is not totally going out of my comfort zone which like most of these tasks are supposed to be but like I already draw plants all the time I often draw my plants and also I often draw many plants on the same page so <laughs> but I like but I'm not cheating I'm doing what they said so <laughs> exactly yes. you're just making it you know your way <laughs> yes. doing your thing that's totally fine yeah 
But let's start with the little thing that we want to share with the club. So Mia, what do you want to share with the club today? I want to share my love for The Sims games. <laughs> because uh, just recently I got really back into playing The Sims 4. And I think I've talked about this in some previous episodes, but The Sims games, I've been playing them since the first one came out. So I'm pretty old, but also so are the games. Um, and yeah, I've been playing it, the games for all these years, and but kind of like on and off. And now I'm back on again, and I'm like super excited too. I've been like creating new characters again and going like on downloading sprees for like custom content and building some cute houses. And yeah, I'm really loving it. It's like a nice way to be creative, but also like very low pressure. And it's really fun. And we even played together with you like via video call because you recently got The Sims for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you got me into it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I only yeah. played The Sims when I was, well, when it came out. And uh, since then, I haven't played, uh, like, okay, so since I was like a child. But yeah, I w like now, now that there is a lot of time to spend on something that you need to take your mind off the stuff that's happening in the world, I was like, okay, let, I, I'm going to download it and let's see what it... What, it, what it's like to play yeah. <laughs> nowadays. And I actually kind of procrastinated on it for weeks because at the same time, I also bought the Nintendo Switch. So I was busy with that. But now I I don't know. Right? We were just chatting on the... Like, uh, we just had a video call and we were chatting and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to play The Sims now. Yeah. And you were like, yes, okay, let's play together. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. super excited right away. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was really nice. <laughs> yeah. What is your uh, thing you want to share with the club? Uh, well, I already mentioned in the previous in the previous episode that I've been now like marathoning some things, <laughs> some like movies. I mean, I don't marathon like like I don't watch ten movies in one day, but like within sev several days, I just watch the same series of movies or something so like mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago i marathoned harry potter and then there was something else anyways i'm running out of things to marathon so i started with my partner watching the marvel cinematic universe yeah <laughs> which which i thought i would never do because <laughs> like i don't know i'm i'm considering myself as someone who is not really into these kind of movies which, I mean, some of them I still watch if, like, somebody tells me that this one is really good. But I, like, never really wanted to watch all of them. I don't know. I didn't really care for superhero movies. But now I was like, okay, what the hell? <laughs> I'm gonna try this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and like... So how are you okay. offending them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't want to offend anyone who likes those movies. Because I'm sure, like, it's totally fine to like those movies. But so far... I didn't like a lot of them. <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of them are pretty bad for my taste. But also, I mm -hmm. feel like now I've watched the whole... Um, okay, those who who don't watch these movies are not going to understand now any of this. But <laughs> but I, I watched the whole, what is it, phase, phase one. And now we're starting the phase two. So mm -hmm. we watched two movies from phase two. And we are watching in the release order. 
so yeah i what was i what was my point <laughs> yes i'm starting to get used <laughs> to like this style of movies so I'm starting mm -hmm. to kind of ignore all the things that, like, in the beginning seemed really silly to me. Because I'm like, okay, this is this is based on comic books. So this is supposed to be, like, the movie version of the comic books. So, of course, like, people are... Like, the way people talk is sometimes, like, over the top. And, like, and also mm. they're not... Yeah, they're not supposed to be, like... I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting used to this style. Yeah, so yeah, now I'm yeah. noticing also, like, other things. So, like, some... Some of them I enjoyed, but yeah, some of them. I did really like the, or like, I don't know, compared to all the, the rest of them, mm -hmm. I liked the the Incredible Hulk. And now, like yesterday, we watched the second Thor movie. Yeah. And that was already like much nicer than the first Thor movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, I'm starting to kind of like get to know some of those characters when they appear like again and again. So of course, like, even if the style of the movie is not like the best thing ever for me, I still <laughs> like, I still want to now know like what happens to them because I'm getting like, you know how sometimes you watch a a TV show, even if it's trashy, you still want to know what happens to yeah, the people, yeah, yeah. so you just you keep watching. You get invested, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, I'm kind of getting invested, yeah. <laughs> even though for me it's like a bit of a trashy... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but also, like, of course, I'm speaking from a perspective of the person who never really, like, was into, uh, like... I wasn't into these comic books either, and I was never into the movies based on these kind of comic books, so... Yes, I'm sure like if you're a huge fan of this stuff, you see things in there that I don't. So like, I just yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah. like trash them for everyone <laughs> who's really into them. Like, I don't think like people who watch them are stupid or anything. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but no, because but this is like taste. such a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt the same. Like I, I also like got into the Marvel movies like really late, but I... I got like really into them and I mean yeah not all of them are great movies I don't think or I don't enjoy them as much as some but like overall I've really enjoyed them but I was like really resistant because I didn't find them all that interesting to begin with but then then I did and some of the movies are like genuinely really good movies <laughs> yeah. yeah okay should we introduce our topic of the week Yes. Yeah, so like uh, you probably noticed that we always ask you to send us questions and there was one question that we keep being sent again and again and we might even have like shortly answered it but we kind of also like have ignored it a lot and then we were like okay, let's make an episode about it because clearly a lot of you are asking that. So the question is about finding your style. So sometimes you ask how we found our style or how like how to find a style or I mean there is like so many ways about so many ways about how you ask about style but so many of you really want to like seem to really struggle <laughs> with finding your style. Mm. So we thought like okay, let's take this whole hour or a bit under an hour but <laughs> Let's take the whole episode to talk about this, because this yeah. is clearly a big topic for a lot of people. Yes. 
So, um, should we start with like how? What do you think style is, and how like how do you describe your own style? Well, it's so difficult to like try to <laughs> try to define what style is, but I guess it's some some kind of a cohesive visual way of of like visually depicting things. <laughs> I don't know that that's pretty vague, but. But uh, like as far as my style, um, how I would describe it would be cute, um, calm, and maybe like child childlike or like child. Because mm, hmm. I deal with like some fairy tale stuff, and it's like this cutesy thing. So kind of like and colorful, yeah, <laughs> something like that. I think and like quite quite simplified. Like simple, yeah. Mm. How would you describe your style? Yeah, it's it's a it's it's actually like pretty hard to describe your own style. I'm now thinking like we should have actually asked like I should have asked each each of us to describe mm. like each other's styles. Let's do that though. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do it. But I mean, I could try to like. Yeah, because whenever I think of some things about my style, I'm like. But is that true then? For example, <laughs> like when I when I draw, I strive to like I want my style to be kind of minimalist. But also, I know what I draw is not really minimalist compared to like things. For example, if you Google minimalist illustration, it wouldn't be like what I usually draw. Sure. But maybe yeah, like I stick to very um, very narrow color palettes. I like to use two or three colors within one illustration. Yeah, so in that way, I would, would also not call them colorful because mm. they don't have a lot of colors. But actually, recently, I've been using like pretty bright colors. So they yeah. are in a way colorful, but like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I would say like I it's think very I would uh, Yeah? Yeah, I think I would actually could call your style cute minimalism. That's actually, oh. I think, a pretty good <laughs> Yeah. Because I think, to me, it does look minimalist. Like for example, mm -hmm. if I convert it to mine, you're like very, you're like very clean, kind of. I don't know. It's like very clean, not like in any, any like clinical boring way, but just like you like kind of clean shapes, and it looks very, like, kind of clear. And and also, I think it comes from your like this limited palette thing and everything. Yeah. But I but it's still very cute because you draw these cute characters, and it's this simplified also yeah also this cute thing, but. So cute minimalism. <laughs> That's yeah. my definition of her style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting also because now like you use the word cute, but I would actually not describe y your or my style as cute. Even though, I mean, oh. in some way it's cute. It's not like very serious. Mm -hmm. But also when I would say cute style, I would imagine some like very like, you know, pink candy mm. uh, glitter. Okay, yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. I see. Uh, so, I think your style I would rather like describe as like calm and like kind of earthy mm. and kind of very like inspired by nature. Like the colors are very like, or by like countryside or, you know, something like this. Uh, so, I don't know. Is there like a descriptive word for like you know nature and countryside like if there is then that's like <laughs> nature-y uh, 
countryside yes. <laughs> yes. So, nature and countryside are cute. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> do you so, also but, do you, do you have like a definition for style in general? Yeah, I guess it's like if there is something that you keep repeating in your work, like mm-hmm. s- some characteristics of your work that are the same through like different pieces. Mm-hmm. For example, like I draw a plant and then I draw a person and then I draw a car, but in e- each of those pictures it would be like only two colors and clean lines and this kind of st- so the yeah. stuff that like sticks through like all of your work. Yeah. And and the the things that like if people notice those things then they recognize it's you. I I mean, yeah, I guess like that of course depends on how like unique your style is or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, something that makes your work recognizable and Yeah, I I like your yeah. definition. The the thing that kind of goes through all of them regardless of what you're drawing. That yeah. something kind of stays the same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But like I'm wondering like for example, how are you conscious about your style? Like are there things that you know like I want my art to be this and then you and then you try like like for example, you are aesthetically attracted to this, so you try for your art to be this or is it something that you just you just draw whatever your mind <laughs> makes you draw and then you realize oh in all of my pictures or like in all of my pieces i use these kind of colors or something like mm-hmm. how is it for you i think it's a bit of both like i feel like i am naturally drawn to certain like certain things and i think some of it also has to do with my skill level or like cuz i've never been like super interested for example in like teaching myself to be like super precise and like very realistic i've just i just like can't even do that so i <laughs> but i mean also like for myself i don't really uh like i don't personally like gravitate towards that aesthetic or like i don't enjoy that in other people's work so much either so but hmm. so yeah some of it is i think i just naturally naturally gravitate towards but I am also aware of it and some because I notice it when I kind of get some idea and I kind of realize like this is something I don't usually do I mean it more maybe comes with like subject matter which I think like even though that's not directly style but I think for my style <laughs> like I don't know if I talk about my style I kind of consider what I draw also part of it in a way like what things I gravitate towards so I think it becomes I become more aware of it when I kind of feel like doing something that is actually kind of feels outside that Mm. yeah which I mean I do like sometimes I want to try new things obviously (laughs) but uh, so yeah I think then I become more aware of my own style how is it for you yeah, I think for me it's also a bit of both. Like some things I kind of... I think I'm pretty intentional about most things around my style. 
because also mm-hmm. I think yeah it also has to do with the skill like generally I always consider like drawing to not kind of come naturally to me it's like something I like to do so like I really tried to learn to do it mm-hmm. so so I think like most of the time when I draw I have to kind of consciously think of like how I want things to be so I I would say that mostly like I want things to be a certain way and then I try to like I don't want always for example yeah I want things to look clean and simple mm-hmm. so I I have to of course uh experiment to see what clean and simple looks to me because I uh, I think sometimes things that look clean and simple to me don't look clean and simple to others. For example, maybe someone would say if you want your drawings to be clean and simple, like you wouldn't use watercolors because they are mm. kind of messy and they're like not very, uh, what is it like, like yeah, the color yeah. is not very smooth and and stuff. But then for me, like I, I, I like that. But then I. Uh, achieve the clean and simple like with other elements so I think there is of course still a level of experimentation like some things you just kind of do and see what like how things work and what you enjoy doing and what you like but Mm -hmm. still I'm I think I'm like pretty intentional like I I have the aesthetic vision of like things I like in general but then I kind of have to work on finding this. Okay, I'm I'm being really vague now. But no, like, no, no, no. But, but like, it, yeah. It totally but makes like, sense in, in general, in life, like in my clothes, in my house, and in everything. For example, I like simplicity. So then I'm I'm kind of like, okay, this is something that makes me feel happy. So how do I achieve it in illustration? Mm. So so think so like, I I think I'm intentional about like the maybe the big picture, and then mm-hmm. the details I than find through experimentation. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I think for me, um, yeah, now that you talked about it, I kind of feel like I can articulate like some of it better myself. But I definitely noticed that I, because of course, these things, how you, for example, described my style, this nature thing and countryside stuff, like one side of my kind of personality and things I love is like very much this calm nature and kind of this simple life and kind of this kind of stuff. But obviously I'm a multifaceted human being and I also really enjoy like, I don't know, something that's completely opposite to that. Like, I don't know, like skateboarding is super cool to me. I mean, I don't do it, but, you know, or I, I enjoy like some sports a lot or or like sometimes like some very kind of aggressive or exciting visual things are like very like I might like, but I don't really do that myself because I somehow feel like. I don't know that this kind of comes to me naturally, but I'm yeah I'm kind of aware of. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah it's kind of this enclosed thing in a way. I mean it can like, of course I can do a variety of things within it and also like kind of go outside of it. But oh my god, this is it's so hard to <laughs> explain this in like concrete terms. But you know yeah I'm aware of this this kind of framework that I work within you know yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's interesting actually now that you like raised this that like this distinction between the things that you like mm -hmm. and the things that you make yourself. Mm. Like there are things that you like that are kind of the same style or feeling or like atmosphere that what you make, but mm -hmm. then there might be things that you really like that you would never make anything like that because it's just not something that like it's not how yes. you express yourself, but you really enjoy seeing others express themselves in that style exactly. but also there are like other styles that you just don't enjoy at all so like th that is so interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah like like i don't know if i'm leading anywhere with that but it's just like i started thinking about it and i think that's really cool yeah yeah because i for example also like really enjoy this kind of like nature uh like this woodsy i don't know countryside stuff like i really like mm -hmm. this kind of photos and this kind of illustrations and like when i don't know when like the movies have that or even like going to the forest and seeing all of that that's like very inspiring to me but when i make my own things or for example like when i decorate my house of course i bring those things in with like the plants and like i don't know a lot of wood but in general like i like when i express myself it's way more like modern Mm. and kind of like yeah I don't know like not at all like I don't think I don't know maybe someone would say that but I wouldn't say that I ever express myself in this kind of foresty countryside mm. style but I really like that kind of style but it's like yeah, yeah it's interesting yeah yeah it's definitely like interesting how we can enjoy like many different aesthetics but somehow like some kind of aesthetic just feels yeah like more natural when you're expressing your own mm. creative yeah. ideas yeah <laughs> but, but i mean I'm sure mm. i'm sure we still kind of get some things from those things that we enjoy that are not really like the style mm -hmm. we use but we still for example if you do something more like like if if your art is super clean and minimalist mm -hmm. but then you really enjoy some like very kind of messy sketchy something like like that kind of art also i'm sure you still when you consume that kind of art you still get something from it that you will bring in into your style mm. yeah like it translates somehow into yeah. something yeah 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 and i think also like that's uh, actually looking at a lot of different stuff that you like you don't have to like of course force yourself to look at stuff you don't like but when you like look at different art or like listen or whatever consume i don't know is like consume art a good expression because then it sounds I'm, like you're yeah, it buying sounds, it but yeah but but i mean yeah yeah i i think yeah like it is <laughs> I know okay. what you mean, at least. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. yeah. So I will use the term consume art, but I don't mean <laughs> it in like a capitalist way, but yeah. I mean it in like, because you don't always only look at art, but you also s listen to art or smell art or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, and please let me know if there's a better word <laughs> so I can use it in the future. <laughs> anyway, yes. so when you consume art, not only in this one style or in or mm -hmm. uh, atmosphere that 
you also express yourself, but in a lot of those different ways. I think that's how your own style becomes kind of more rich or more mm. personal. And it doesn't look like the same thing that a lot of other people do in that same style, but it has elements from those other things. Yeah, yes. That's perfect. Yeah. So, like, it's it's interesting how we enjoy all those different things, even if those are not things, ways how we would express ourselves. But I think there is, like, a reason for that also, because we need this kind of variety so we can also then be uh, creative in, like, I don't yeah, know, cause in I a think more also wide like, way. Yeah, because also if we just only look at, like, a certain type of like only look at certain types of artwork or only watch like one kinds of movies or you know listen to one genre of music it at least for me it that can't like keep inspiring me forever and ever yeah <laughs> like i need variety to yeah to like yeah exactly i agree <laughs> i definitely see that it's always like a good thing to to have like several things that that can like be used as inspiration and yes. just enjoy like just generally also like to enjoy different things in life makes life more enjoyable <laughs> not only like to use in your creative practice yeah but what because since like a lot of people kind of strive to find st their own style or then a lot of like educators say that you need to find your own style like what do you think do you even need to have one style? I think it depends on what you want to do, I guess. I think it's not like a must. Like you can have maybe like several styles. Like for example, if you do like newspaper illustration, but you also, <laughs> I don't know, you also want to uh, write a children's book uh, and illustrate that. So it could be obvious that, because there are totally two different kind of uh, mediums. So I kind of think it could make sense that, you know, for children, for children, the illustrations might like tend to be more cute and stuff, but for newspaper stuff, it, it might somehow change because the readers are adults and the topics can be very serious. So maybe it's not always as cute. Um, so I think like, Sometimes it can maybe even be a strength if you're kind of flexible in your styles. But it, it's also, I think, like, I don't know. Because you can kind of have a style and then have a different variations depending on, like, where you're using it. Or then you can have, like, several just completely different. Like, you can do this sketchy art stuff in one <laughs> place and then, then something, like this very realistic CGI stuff, but then you also like kind of comic book look and you want to do that too. Like I, like, I think if you enjoy it, draw it. But I guess professionally, it, like I can see why it can be good to have some cohesion in, in your style as well. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think like, having I mean if drawing is just your hobby 
I don't think it matters at all. Like, draw whatever you want. Have thousand styles or two styles or like whatever like if this is your hobby and you do it for yourself then yeah but then of course if you want to sell your art or like grow your social media following or I don't know somehow make your kind of make your personality like people would say build your brand but like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not to be too, <laughs> too um, capitalism about it. <laughs> you're, of course, like, if it's just you, you're a person, you're not a brand. But, of course, you still, like, you're trying to build this personality that people can, like, you need, like, it's, it's maybe you don't need to, but it's useful to be recognizable in, in some way. Yeah. So, in that way, of course, it's good if, like, you can still create work in like loads of different styles, but your like the body of work that you're showing in order for like people to hire you or whatever, or to follow you or something like that needs to make sense together in in one way or another. Like for example, I I think it doesn't even have to make sense in a way that it's the same style, because for example, I I follow this one illustrator that. Uh, well, I love hedgehogs, so their Instagram <laughs> is about hedgehogs. They draw a hedgehog every day in a completely different style, but all of the drawings are hedgehogs. So that's the point. <laughs> like, so this person doesn't have one style, but they kind of do because <laughs> their style is that they draw hedgehogs. So I think it like <laughs> doesn't necessarily. Like, I mean, I don't know if they are get hired to draw hedgehogs. I don't know. But at least they have a following. They, like, that, at least that project has, like, a purpose. It's it's an Instagram account that makes hedgehog fans happy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and, like, there is something that makes sense. Like, why all these pictures are together, it makes sense. So I think, like, that is kind of more... Like, the main point is, like, when you you build this kind of, I don't know, body of work thing, it needs to make sense when people find you and when they, like, if you want them to either follow you or or work with you in the future. Mm-hmm. I think your body of work needs to make sense in a way. So I think that's why, like, this whole style conversation is so big. Because, like, usually it's because all of them are one style. Like, sometimes it's all of them are hedgehogs. but <laughs> <laughs> But it's more... It's more common than like someone's body of work is like a very coherent style, so then like they're recognizable. But it doesn't mean that this one artist has to only have this one style. They can of course still do other things. Like th- some artists might have several Instagram accounts and have I don't <laughs> know several bodies of work, and then with this style they will. They will do this. And with this other style, they have this other project. Or then some people can express like their different uh, sides in like different genres. For example, like I, I am a visual artist, but I'm also a musician. And my music is like a very different style from what I do in art. And sometimes that confuses me, but also it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I also have these two different sides to myself, kind of. I like this kind of calm and and like cute and kind and nice things. But then I also really like edgy, aggressive, dark stuff. 
but you never see that in my illustrations, which is like really weird to me because I really like that aesthetic. Mm. But like in my music, you can see that. My music is never cute or nice or sweet or calm. I mean, maybe it's calm sometimes, but like still in this, not, like the music that I do that sounds calm to some people, for many people it won't sound calm. Like, so I think that side I express is, I, I can express easier with music. But like with visual art, I can't really express that side of me. Like I tried <laughs> to draw something more dark, but it like it doesn't work. I don't know why, but I guess my visual side is kind of more nice and cute and stuff. I love that you. I love that you brought up your mu music thing because that is so true. First of all, like about your aesthetic, but that also got me thinking because, for example, I have this. Um, music project where I have this band with my partner and it's called Misty Moon and we make this cute uh, synth pop or not like synth pop but this cute electronic uh, lo-fi music pop music these cute songs uh, but the aesthetic is completely different it's these pastel colors and a lot of glitter and like it has these supernatural elements, like these kind of UFO and alien stuff. And it's like very, it's kind of like Tumblr 2012-esque thing. Uh, but like those things, yeah, those things don't really turn up in my art. Sometimes I try to, like I have tried to draw something in that style every now and then, but it never works for me like I don't end up liking it even though I like that aesthetic and I follow some artists who have more of that kind of really cutesy pastel but kind of edgy um, aesthetic but I can't really do it in a way that I, I like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and like and yeah to me also it's interesting that you said that now because I totally like because I know you and your partner personally so this the music and the aesthetic of your band it makes total sense to me so i didn't even mm -hmm. think about it that it's like a very <laughs> different style yeah. that's true that's true actually like yeah. for people who don't know you maybe it wouldn't be like if they only see your art like that would maybe look like a completely different style but then it makes total sense because when you know you personally you're really into both of those things and like yeah 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 so so and i, I think mean it's yeah yeah, that kind of like got me thinking that it's kind of because we kind of think that we should have this one style, but it, I, okay, no, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. I was trying to make some point about how 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 we don't need to, but no, I, I thought I had something smart to say, but now I completely lost it. <laughs> so please yeah, take over. But I like, <laughs> I had this, uh, this like next point to mm -hmm. talk about about like why do so many creative people struggle with style like why mm -hmm. is it even a question and I think we kind of basically moved into that because I think mm -hmm. like a lot of us are very multifaceted mm -hmm. and for a lot of us when we hear this idea that you need to find your style mm -hmm. it sounds kind of scary because we're like yeah but I like this and I like that and I do all of this like it's really hard to find and then you feel like you're not like good enough a creative because you don't have a style but it's actually like totally normal that all of us are interested in different things and different aesthetics and there is a way for all of us to explore all of those things 
And of course, for some of them, it can even be like completely different forms of art, like like with us, like this one side we explore in illustration and then this other side we explore in music. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, maybe somebody is like writing poetry or like doing whatever or cooking or I don't know. <laughs> but also, I think it's sort of normal if what you do is only drawing. So then, of course, you will want to explore those different sides only in drawing. But then I think like the the issue with the style only comes like that if you want to work as an artist or if you want to sell your art so then you just need to kind of like experiment with how you present your art or like maybe be more picky about what you present and like so then you can explore everything but then you only like sell one thing or then you sell everything but also kind of like find different people to sell it to or something I don't know it's like it's hard to say exactly what is like the right thing to do because I Mm. think it's different for every person but I think it's just like you can just be um yeah like if you put your art out there for people to somehow interact with and like that's what you expect from people then yeah i guess you just need to find a strategy of but how also, to make, like, make sense mm. Mm. yeah like i totally agree and i think yeah. those are like super great points but also i think something that might come into play with a lot of people and that i actually like really felt before i started sharing my art online as an adult i kind of cuz i was i wasn't that like um confident with my style I didn't have like such a clear style as I have now maybe I mean it still was kind of cohesive but I was still experimenting a lot more so I think that can also be a fear for people like I'm not ready enough kind of with my art with my style like what if I now post this kind of art but I actually then kind of drift away from that or you know like I tried this but actually oh no now I have like followers who really like this art but now I actually want to do this completely other thing or you know that it it can also be it can also be like overthought very easily like oh my god if I do this now I have to commit to it like for eternity and for my whole life and this is it like I can't screw this up I have to like be a hundred percent sure this is my style forever which is so not true because even though I consider that I have a style it is in constant like it is constantly changing little by little like when I look at my art a year ago it is very similar but I can notice things that I have like I have started shifting certain things into certain directions with my things so it's not like a forever thing (laughs) yes I agree and yeah I should rephrase (laughs) what I was saying before that that like yeah that uh, I think it's it I, I I wouldn't mean that don't share anything before mm. you found a strategy. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think if you want to share your art, share it right now, whether you have one style or like ho- however many styles. Mm. But yeah, if you have, um, if you if your goals are such that it feels like you would need some kind of style, or I would say not even like you would need a style, but you would need some kind of strategy then just kind of work on that strategy but still keep sharing your art because style is a process and 
any strategy is a process and like everything is a process <laughs> yes. and you should share your process with others because yes. then that that's actually how you learn like y- yeah you can never learn b- without starting yes 100 yeah. percent agree uh, i want to ask you sasha have you always had like the same style or have you gone through some i don't know style phases or something like that yeah well i wouldn't say i always always had the same style but i think for me it feels like if i look back at my work for me it feels that it looks my old work looks different not because i had a different style but because i was in the process of of finding my style So, like, because when I look back, I feel like, okay, this still lacks something that, like, now I found. But Mm. my work now still lacks something that I think I'll find later. (laughs) So, like, of course, my style changes, but I think because it becomes better all the time. I mean, better compared to what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that cool. <laughs> does that answer yeah. your question? <laughs> yes, yes, it does. But that's yeah. so. Um, that's really cool that you can see kind of this continuum throughout your whole whole, whole art <laughs> or like drawing a journey, if you yeah. will. For me, I've gone through like a lot of different styles, a lot. Like, um, well, I mean, if we're not kind of counting childhood drawing because that's a whole different thing but like as a teenager I would have this I was experimenting with a lot of this very angsty style like I would do all these sketches and I would smudge like charcoal and then only use like black and red and like write some angsty poems in the background of the drawings and like make them really grimy and angsty and dark but then like just a year after that or something I would do like these neon colored furry creatures like I got super into furry art when I was a teenager and I would make all these like uh, goats and cows and they would wear these cool street clothes that were like influenced by Japanese street fashion and <laughs> and like yeah and then I guess at some point I was also like experimenting with more realistic things maybe that was like before this and but then then I kind of think like as an adult I've been on this uh, or like maybe yeah like since my late teenagers I've kind of I can see a continuum more like you like how you described like it was pretty different with subject matter when I started out but I can already like recognize a lot of things from there that have kind of stuck or like very slowly kind of morphed into what I do now yeah yeah I think since I didn't like I only did art as an adult Mm. like that is maybe the because I now that you were talking about your teenage art, I mm. I can imagine myself as a teenager doing exactly that. Yeah, yes. Too. But <laughs> since I didn't really like do that as a teenager, then yeah, we'll never see what a teenage Sasha would draw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, like about style, I want to mention quickly because when I was kind of preparing for this episode I remembered that I like when I started kind of my Instagram thing I was first like on my this on my page Mia Minerva I was focusing more on like photography and kind of 
just sharing my life in this very aesthetic way. So when I started drawing more in 2016, I actually started like a separate illustration account, which is uh, miaminerva.illustration. I think we can maybe link it in the description. But that, um, that Instagram actually like has my art from 2016 to like 2018, I think, or like 17 or something. But you can see like quite a like it's kind of similar to what I do, but it is very different in the beginning and you can kind of see how it morphs like closer and closer to what I'm doing now. So that was like really cool. I went to see it just before we started re recording and that was really fun. And it was only like it was under four years ago that I started that page, but I can like see such a big change, even though it's like a similar style. <laughs> if that makes sense. So I don't know. It might be interesting to some of you <laughs> to see that. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. I'm actually gonna take a look also. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, but should we move to the question of the week now? Yes, I have it here. Uh, so Schmoops sent us a question. How did you get to know what art supplies work the best for you and what do you use? All right. I think by trying different art supplies out, <laughs> see what works for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's that's the simple answer, and yes. I guess like that's the main the main thing. You just need to try things you won't ever know until you've tried. But yeah. also, again, I don't think you need to find one kind of art supplies that work for you. Yeah. Or you don't need to find one art supplies one art supply that works for you forever. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's it's good to, like, to me, the art supplies that work for me are the ones that inspire me. Mm. Like, the ones that I just want to, I don't know, keep using. <laughs> or, like, I remember, like, nowadays I don't shop for art supplies as much, because I guess I have enough. <laughs> but I remember that feeling when you buy a new art supply and you're so inspired to try that. And then... Yes. Like, so... At that period of time, the one that I just bought was the one that it was best for me. <laughs> like yeah. maybe not to create something that somebody just paid you to do, and then <laughs> but like, but right to get me. So yeah, again, also it depends on what you're using it for. So if if somebody just paid you for a commission, don't use the art supplies that you just bought that you've never tried. Yeah, for for that for that purpose the one that is good that is best for you is the one you're comfortable with <laughs> yeah. yeah and but of course like to get you inspired then you like if you feel like you want to try something new then try something new and if you feel you love something so much you never want to try anything else then then you should use that i don't know <laughs> i guess <laughs> i don't know if that's like a very vague answer use whatever you want <laughs> yeah i i also thought like I think one th way that I kind of figured what I would want to experiment with was also like seeing other like seeing artists and seeing what they use to create certain things. Like I remember before I got my first uh, markers, I was following some artists and I just really loved the way it kind of creates this even surface. And I loved because I, I don't really like shading my stuff very much. So I was like, oh, that feels like like that's how I want to express myself, you know, I want to create these even surfaces of color and kind of, so also like by, yeah, 
it can help to look at art that you enjoy and see how that's been created and then experiment with that because at least for me i like i have some vision of how i want my art to look and have had a yeah. different point so then i want to like find the right tools for what i'm trying to convey if that makes sense yeah so maybe like if you look at other people's art see like which kind of technique looks like something like what you would want to do and mm. then try to find out like what they're using yeah like if this artists if this artist has a lot of like a large following then maybe don't ask them right away but first look through pro because probably they already have a Q&A and they already an answered because I know like a lot of artists who have a lot of following get this question like mm. what what brand of paints do you use like 100 times a day so first check mm. if they already mention it somewhere but if if it's like your friend or if it's someone with like a small following then just ask them yes like, so Sasha what are yeah, what are yeah. your your go-to art supplies? At the moment, my number one go-to art supply is iPad Pro and Procreate. Mm -hmm. uh, like, if I create something for work, then it's usually that. But also watercolors, I would say, is my go-to. Yeah, I would actually say the same. <laughs> <laughs> like I used to be really into markers and all my drawings would be in markers but I think nowadays it is mostly like digital or then watercolors yeah but also again it depends on the purpose because for mm -hmm. example I'm now doing this this daily drawing thing and mm -hmm. that like I already do it because I want this challenge I want this out of the comfort zone so for that I'm not using watercolors or procreate mm -hmm. I'm using markers I use color pencils and also I've been using black ink because I really nice. like the look of black ink but I'm really bad with it so now I'm like because these these pieces that I create for this challenge like I'm not intending to use them really anywhere this is just mm. experimentation and kind of like I'm I'm using this as like a class as education it's like as if I'm taking a class so I'm learning something so I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone yeah, that's lovely. I've I've also been like lately super excited about uh, colored pencils, and I've been using those for my one hundred days of drawing challenge, and have been really enjoying that. So I hope to, because now now it's kind of I mean it looks like my style, but it it's not anything I can see like for example in my shop, because it looks so different from because I'm used to like these colored layers, and now I'm doing more line work stuff with them. I'm really mm -hmm. enjoying it, but maybe there's like needs to be some process of how to kind of incorporate the two together where I will be, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the same for me with ink that like it, when I draw with ink, I really enjoy it and I really like how ink works, but also the lines because my lines are usually so clean and, and like uniform and ink lines are very like brush strokey mm -hmm. and like very... And it's like, okay, this doesn't look like something I draw. So, like, how do I make ink look like my style? I don't know yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so, but I think it's like, it's very good um, practice and learning, experimenting thing. Yeah, yes. Highly recommend trying out new art supplies. Because I think, yeah, it's always yes. like you learn new things with it. Like, not just 
using that uh, supply, but also, yeah, like how to incorporate it in a way that your that it works in your style. <laughs> yes. I hope we answered your question. Yes. Well, I feel like this. I feel like I was all over the place in this episode, but I hope, I hope we shared some insight into our thoughts on style. Yeah, I think we did. Okay. Where yes. are you with your drawing, by the way? Uh, well, since I didn't pre-sketch anything, then I was like mostly I was sketching, but now I've been coloring my plants and I've been coloring them in yellow. <gasps> Oh, I love that shade of yellow. So pretty. Yes. So the actual like leaves are mustard yellow and the pots are going to be, I don't know what yet. So I'm going to finish this off camera. Okay. I can also show you. I I still need details, but <laughs> to celebrate my teenage years, I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. girl is very like cute goth and she also is a furry in a way, but kind of like I made it more like a human with a tail and ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was also like, okay, this is like cute and edgy. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah it was Which very you fun. don't usually do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A very fun yeah. experiment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And also, like, about one more thing about art supplies. I really hope that us making noise with art supplies <laughs> don't bother you because like now that the episodes have been audio only and we've been like editing them I notice way more all the noises that we make with like markers and painting and stuff because when we edit video episodes you kind of see it so it doesn't like bother me so much so I hope they don't bother you but also I kind of feel that you can hear us draw so it's like it's like we're drawing with you yeah we hope it's Okay, and maybe even nice. <laughs> yes. But thanks for listening. And please let us know what you want us to talk about in future episodes. And keep sharing. We are so thankful for all of you who have been sharing. It helps us a lot. So please keep doing it. <laughs> yes. Also send us your feedback and comment on our YouTube videos and Follow us on our Instagram. Also, if you watch us on YouTube, uh, please subscribe to our channel. That would be, uh, that's very important if you enjoy watching us there. Yes, so and if you subscribe. have the means, then please support us on Patreon. Yes. All right, talk to you in the next episode. Yes, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Drawing Club podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at drawingclubpodcast or email us at drawingclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me, Mia, on Instagram at mia.minerva and on YouTube as Mia Minerva. Sasha, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at Sasha underscore Kretova. This podcast was created by us, Mia Minerva and Sasha Kretova. Oli Arni created the theme song and assisted with the recording and Dmitri Zherbin took care of audio mastering. Welcome to the club, friends.